Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network, you're listening to the Sports Stove Podcast with your host, Vince Stover. Hello and welcome back to the Sports Stove Podcast. Today we're going to be covering uh, NFL rookies, NFL coaching hot seat and let's talk about some Dallas Cowboys quarterback possibilities as well but first today's episode is brought to you by Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network bellyupsports.com you can get all the information about the different podcasts and articles and other things that are available there it's also brought to you by Invader Coffee that's right Invader Coffee for the coffee lover who wants good quality coffee with no, well, we're a friend, family-friendly podcast, uh, no fillers, let's use that word. Invader Coffee is an ultra-premium, veteran-owned coffee company, proudly delivering only the best coffee your hard-earned money can buy. They aim to only serve the highest quality organic air-roasted coffee beans sourced from free trade farms all over the world. They keep things simple, the best coffee, at an affordable price in order to provide you the value you deserve for your morning boost. It's 100% organic coffee beans from free trade farms, both whole or ground, 100% air-roasted coffee, and 100% money-back guarantee. Go to Invader.com, that's I-N-V-A-D-E-R, Invader.com, and use the promo code BELLYUP. And save 15%. It's already priced pretty well. If you go to the website, you'll see it's not super expensive. You can save an additional 15% simply by entering the promo code Belly Up. Then we're also sponsored by Hoff and Pepper. Handcrafted with farm fresh jalapenos and habaneros, Hoff's original Hoff sauce has gone on to win numerous awards and gain international recognition. Hoff and Pepper always strives to create sauces and seasonings that enhance flavors with balanced heat profiles. Every one of their handmade products is manufactured in Chattanooga, Tennessee and naturally vegan and gluten-free. Go to HoffandPepper.com. That's H-O-F-F, HoffandPepper.com. And again, use the promo code BELLYUP. You can save 10% on your order with Hoff and Pepper. Now, let's get to the football. 
We're going to start off talking about rookies in the NFL so far this year. Joe Burrow, the number one overall draft pick to the Cincinnati Bengals, right now is probably the leader for rookie of the year. He's passed for over 2,000 yards, nine touchdowns, five interceptions, and Joe Burrow has got me excited to watch Cincinnati Bengals football. And I cannot say I've been excited to watch Cincinnati Bengals football uh, since Icky Woods' days back back a while ago now. So it's exciting to watch Joe Burrow play. He has command of the game. He has the respect of his teammates. And he's just out there making plays. He's keeping his team in. Now, they have got to build up that offensive line. But um, they need Joe Mil Mixon to be healthy as well. At the end of the day, though, Joe Burrow is having a terrific rookie season in Cincinnati. Another quarterback that's a rookie, Justin Herbert. He's played all but one game this season. He has just over 1,500 yards, 12 touchdowns to three interceptions. He, again, has been phenomenal. He's been out there playing. He look, does not look like a rookie. Uh, but obviously he has some talented guys around him, Hunter Henry, Keenan Allen, um, and others as well. And the team is better, although, honestly, uh, the Chargers are 2-4. and four. Is that great as a team? No, but they've been in every single game. Justin Herbert is making a run at the Rookie of the Year if he continues to play the way that he's playing. Uh, good potential is that he has a chance to win it uh, uh, straight up, no, no doubt about that. A couple of running back rookies that have had good seasons so far. Clyde Edwards-Elair, 551 yards, rushing two touchdowns. He also has 22 receptions and 194 yards uh, uh, through the air as well. He's been effective, but obviously he's on a great team, surrounded by great talent. Patrick Mahomes, maybe the best quarterback in the league. Tyreek Hill, a dominant wide receiver. Travis Kelsey, one if not the best tight end in the league. And obviously a great coaching staff there with the great offensive plan. He's definitely benefited from it. But another running back that's actually been, I think, better, James Robinson in Jacksonville. He has uh, less yards, 481 yards on the ground, but he has two more touchdowns than Hilaire. But he also has 27 catches for 225 yards and two touchdowns. James Robinson may be your dark horse rookie of the year at this point in the, the, the season. He's having a great, great year. One of the highlights, maybe the only highlight in Jacksonville. A few receivers. There was a lot of talk about the rookie receivers in the draft and how effective they could be and how uh, they could really have a, a big impact early on, and a few of them have. Justin Jefferson in Minnesota, only 28 catches, but he has 537 yards and three touchdowns. Him and Kirk Cousins have seemed to click, and uh, he's really taken over, I think, the main spot there in Minnesota, the way that he's been playing recently. Uh, CeeDee Lamb was an interesting pick. Dallas takes him. They didn't need wide receiver, but he was by far the best player available. He has 36 catches, 497 yards, and two touchdowns. He's had an impact so far in that Dallas offense. T. Higgins in Cincinnati, another receiver. He started slow, but he's starting to gain some steam. 27 catches, 410 yards, three touchdowns. Those three receivers have had the biggest impact of the rookie receivers so far, although in Jacksonville, They've had some production uh, in San Francisco from Ayuk, some production as well. And and in Vegas, it's just been a matter of staying healthy uh, for Ruggs and at this point has not been able to do that. So he's, he's been good when he's been on the field, but hasn't been able to really dominate yet because he hasn't stayed healthy. 
And why are we talking about rookies? Well, that's because this week on uh, uh, in the upcoming games, Tua makes his premiere in the NFL as a starter for the Miami Dolphins. They've decided to, to make the switch over the bye week and uh, have Fitzpatrick go ahead and move to the backup role because he's honestly kind of at his ceiling. He's a 500 quarterback, and, well, they're 500, 3-3, three and three, and he hasn't been great. He hasn't been horrible, but he has not been great either. And so uh, they move on to Tua, which brings in uh, the quarterback change of the future for Miami. It'll be really interesting to see how Tua comes out because you watch Burrow, and he's been great. You watch Herbert, and he's been great. Expectations are high for Tua. Can he come in and immediately impact and change the way Miami's playing? Can he make them better, or will they kind of stay where they are? Miami's in the race for the AFC East right now with New England struggling, not not looking very good uh, right now. Buffalo is definitely catchable. And so if Tua comes in and plays like Burrow or Herbert, there's a good chance Miami could take that number one spot, which would be quite the story moving in. Miami becomes the third quarterback to make a change uh, with Washington and the Chargers making the change. Of course, the Chargers were forced into it early, but uh, Anthony Lynn kept saying, well, Terod Taylor is going to be our quarterback when he's healthy, and Justin Herbert just played too well and, and took that job from him. Could see quarterback changes in New England. There's some some rumor going around there that maybe Cam Newton's not the guy this year. I don't see that happening here the next couple weeks. Jacksonville started floating that around as well, that Gardner Minshew was going to get benched. But why? <laughs> it's, there's no one better than him, and you're still going to lose games, so you can still tank. I, I don't understand why they would do that. Tua, the third change that not due to injury. Obviously, there's some, some teams with injured quarterbacks, um, but we won't count that right now. And let's talk about Dallas. Speaking of injured quarterbacks, uh, Andy Dalton knocked out in a very just uh, dangerous shot on Sunday's game. I uh, really hate to see as he's just laying there on the field, obviously in pain, obviously concussed. He's in concussion protocol, so they're going forward with the quarterbacks on the roster because they said, well, with all the COVID things and trying to get guys through the protocol and all those sorts of things um, doesn't make sense. Uh, and honestly, Dalton, it's his first concussion that we know of. He's been a very healthy quarterback throughout his career, so maybe he'll come back and be just fine. But I like to think about that game of, well, who should Dallas go out and get if Dalton is seriously injured? And honestly, even if he's not, do they really have a solid backup? So I made a little list. I've got seven quarterbacks that are currently on rosters that Dallas could go out and trade for. Yes, there are some free agents and things like that as well. But let's talk about the guys who have a job, but they're in a backup role right now. You go in the division, Dwayne Haskins. Uh, he is uh, in Washington. You have to wonder, obviously, he's not the future in Washington. They've made that pretty clear. And, and Coach Ron Rivera has tried to say, no, we haven't given up on him yet. He's still in his But that's proven uh, and everything that you can look at and see He's not the guy there. As a matter of fact, there's some questions about whether or not he actually puts in the work. Um, and, you know, I don't know anything about it other than what you read. And 
you know, I just think he's done completely in Washington. So why not bring him in? He could be because Dallas isn't looking for a long-term solution. Um, so you can bring in Haskins if he can play a little bit this season. He has experience. And then along with that, you've got a uh, backup to Dak for next season because Dalton, uh, you know, who knows what Dalton wants to do. Maybe he gets an opportunity somewhere else next year. Haskins comes in as your backup. You have time to train him. McCarthy's had success if he doesn't get fired, we'll talk about that in a moment. But McCarthy's had success with developing backup quarterbacks, um, and at least to the very point of trading them off to somewhere else because they look so good in preseason. So Haskins is an interesting fit in Dallas. Mitch Trubisky is another guy, uh, former number two overall pick in Chicago. He lost his job to Nick Foles, and Nick Foles is not giving it up anytime soon. Chicago is not going to re-sign him. You can go out and trade. I, they're saying that you'd have to give up a second-round pick for him. I don't believe that. Um, I don't how in the world, right? But uh, Mitch Trubisky is a guy that you can go out and get. Again, he's a guy that has experience, game experience that can come in. Um, he's athletic. He can move around. Um, he fits the scheme, I think, better than Dalton does as far as the way they were playing Dak. I don't think Trubisky's great. Don't think he's a Hall of Famer, but I think he's better than what they have behind Andy Dalton right now. Uh, the other guy that, that seems to make too much sense is Jameis Winston. This is a quarterback that is won games in Tampa. He's also lost games in Tampa. Horrible with turnovers, but he's a very, very talented quarterback. He's going to get an opportunity to start again next year. Why not bring him in? He's in New Orleans right now. I don't know what you'd have to give up. Some say a third-round pick to New Orleans. Uh, not needing a long-term quarterback. I'm not sure that you want to give up a third-round pick uh, for Winston. But if you can go out and get him for a fifth, uh, maybe even two-fifths. Uh, I don't see why not. He's a guy that can win football games for you. And that NFC East, well, it's wide open right now. So why do you want to risk it with Andy Dalton, who's to this point is not proven to to be leading Dallas forward a whole lot? So let's let's bring in a guy like Jameis Winston to take a shot. You want to look at veterans? To Rod Taylor with the Chargers. Anthony Lynn loves to Rod Taylor, but at the end of the day, Justin Herbert's got a firm grasp on that job. He's a veteran that you can bring in. Case Keenum in Cleveland, another veteran quarterback that has game experience. It's won some games in the NFL. You can look at him. And then the other two quarterbacks are both in San Francisco. Either one that San Francisco is willing to depart with, uh, with the lowest cost, Nick Mullins, C.J. Beathard. Either of those quarterbacks, uh, there's a lot of promise in both of those guys. Last year, they were a hot topic about someone trying to trade for them to bring in to compete, and uh, San Francisco held on to both of them. Uh, they don't need both of them anymore. They've got a, I, I think that C.J. Beathard would be the one they would depart with first or at least easiest, but either way, there are some two players that can come in and, and fill the gap until Dak gets healthy again. I think may even give you a better shot to win than Andy Dalton can do. Let's move on now to the coaching hot seat. It's getting hot in a number of places. I currently have nine teams, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams, eight teams that could be looking to change uh, coaches during the season and at the latest at the end of the season. Let's start at the bottom and work our way up. The New York Jets are one of the most obvious teams that you would think is looking to fire their coach, Adam Gase. Gase has been nothing, uh, there's been nothing good about Adam Gase since he came to New York. 
He immediately ticked off the players. He immediately showed that he was a goof. And here he is now 0-7 on the season. Now, again, if you're wanting to tank, if you're wanting to lose, well, sure, you don't fire him. You play the season out, and you get that number one pick and bring in quarterback of the future if you don't believe in Sam Darnold. But either way, Adam Gase has to be on one of the hottest seats there is right now in the NFL, being a winless team. Then you've got the Cincinnati Bengals. And this is an interesting one. Zach Taylor uh, did not have success last season. They bring in Joe Burrow, and they've been in games. They've been competitive, and you've seen Joe Burrow succeed. They're 1-5-1, and and I'm not sure how uh, much they like Zach Taylor in Cincinnati. I think there has been improvement, even though there's not improvement in the record. I think the team has played pretty well with the talent they have. I think right now the more of an issue in Cincinnati is the talent level and what they've done not getting guys uh, building a team that they can win with right now. So they've got to get offensive line help. They've got to get defensive help. They've got some talented young wide receivers. And so uh, I think Zach Taylor might be safe. Of course, it kind of depends on how the rest of the season goes, but you got to think at the very least his seat's a little warm. Jacksonville, Doug Marone, 1-6. and six. Um, Again, they seemed from the beginning of the season, the way they were getting rid of players, they were trying to tank. Everyone assumed that Doug Marone's last season was going to be this season. I'm in that camp as well. They may not fire him. I don't think they'll fire him until the season's done. But nonetheless, unless they have a guy in-house that they want to see, they'll probably keep him through the end of the season. How about the Los Angeles Chargers? Anthony Lynn, 2-4 this year, and I think he's a decent coach, but he's not been able to get wins. And everybody used to blame it on Phillip Rivers and uh, and how just the fact that they always just lost. It seemed like one-possession games. They've lost so many one-possession games. Well, Phillip Rivers are gone, and they're still losing one-possession games. And at 2-4, and four, you like what you see out of your quarterback in Justin Herbert. Maybe they just haven't been completely healthy on defense, but you got to expect more. And Anthony Lynn might be looking at a uh, change of scenery if he cannot start getting some wins on the board for Los Angeles because they need to win now. They've got the young quarterback on the rookie contract. There ain't time to wait around for Anthony Lynn to figure out how to put the wins uh, in in the, the left column there. So let's see if he can pull it together the rest of the season, compete, close out the season well. But I think Anthony Lynn might be looking uh, at, at possibly getting fired at the end of this season. Another team out west, Denver. They're also 2-4, and four, Vic Fangio. People really like Vic Fangio. Seems like a great guy. Uh, they don't have the talent either in Denver. I mean, you think about... Drew Locke, I don't know what your feelings are. I'm not sold on Drew Locke as my franchise quarterback. That's on John Elway, not Vic Fangio. But And you have Von Miller who got hurt right before the season. And again, that's not Vic Fangio's fault. But how many years can you give him? And it's a losing record. I don't think you can give him very much more. I think Vic Fangio is in his last season in Denver. If you go to the NFC, you look at the East, you got uh, Philadelphia 2-4-1. They're not going to fire their coach. Washington 2-5. They're not going to fire their coach. The Giants 1-6 with first-year coach Joe Judge. You wouldn't think they're going to fire him. Dallas is 2-5, and and honestly, I think McCarthy is at the biggest risk of getting fired. I don't know that Jerry Jones can swallow his pride and say he was wrong after one season, and I don't know that he should, but uh, I think that you give – a new coach, a full off season, and they didn't have a full off season this year because of COVID. I think it's hard. Obviously, he's going to have to make changes on his coaching staff. The defense is horrendous, and they do not 
respect Mike Nolan in Dallas, and I'm not sure if they respect Mike McCarthy or not, but he can fix it by making some changes, I believe, to his staff, especially on defense, and not get fired. Uh, but somebody's getting fired in Dallas, and the seats are getting very, very warm there. Then two more teams, both of them in the north. Minnesota, 1-5. and five. Mike Zimmer has had uh, okay success in Minnesota. I was going to say good, but I don't know if it's been great. He has uh, won the NFC North at least once, if not more than that. But he has a high-priced quarterback that he hasn't been able to get the most out of. They couldn't get much out of Stephon Diggs. As a matter of fact, they wouldn't get him involved, hence the reason he wanted out. Now you bring in another solid receiver in Jefferson, and the offense has been pretty good. The running back has been decent. Uh, Cooker, of course, is hurt. Madison have been, has been great in his stead. Defense has not been good. Offensive line still is not good in Minnesota. And the win-loss record is really bad. At some point, you have to look at the coach and say, can you ever get us past expectation? Can you meet expectations? They've maybe only done that once um, fully in his time there. I think Mike Zimmer's done at the end of this season. I don't think they fire him midseason, but I think this is his last season. Then the last team is Detroit. They're 3-3. Three and three. This is not a bad start. 500 for Detroit is not bad, but what is the expectation in Detroit, and can Matt Patricia get him over the top? I'm, I believe the, this season won't go great for Detroit. They'll eventually maybe finish 7-9, and nine, possibly 6-10. and 10. Well, if they do that, that obviously isn't going to work. Anything that's under 500 especially, and maybe even at 500, they might have seen enough with Matt Patricia and said, nope, we need somebody who's going to be able to put us over the top. And Matt Patricia is not that guy. The football season has been great. I'm recording this Monday night before the Monday night football game with Chicago and the Rams. And so we'll see how that game turns out uh, tonight. So by the time you're listening to this, I'm sure that game will already be over. But uh, today's episode, again, is brought to you by Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. You can find more information at bellyup.com. Then also by Invader Coffee, invader.com. Use the promo code BELLYUP, B-E-L-L-Y-U-P, Belly Up, and save 15%. I'm telling you, I looked through the website today, and the prices are very, very good. Uh, there you can also support this veteran-owned company, uh, support those who support us. Code Belly Up, save 15%, Invader.com coffee. And then HoffandPepper.com if you like hot sauce, if you like seasonings and different kinds of sauces, you can go to HoffandPepper.com. Use again the code Belly Up, save 10% on your off on your purchase thank you so much for tuning in to the sports stove podcast today if you have enjoyed the program please rate the program on whatever uh, uh, platform you're listening to us and share it with your friends tell them all about us as well until next time we will see you around the sports stove